Brenna. Hi, Maureen. So I'm currently surrounded by not my usual cat, but two cats. I have a second cat staring me down right now. Well, actually, he's, oh, wow. he's sniffing at my bed to see if I spilled any of the subway I had. Um, Did you? I didn't, but he's still looking. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching my uh, cousin's cat uh, because... Uh, she went um, home for the first time to visit her family in South Dakota, and also it was her like it's her ten year uh, like school reunion and like and oh and, al- fun. and also like the uh, like uh, like yearly carnival festival for like their her town and it's actually like a fun thing where she lives. She actually grew up in like a town with more than like five people in it. Um, and like me, who grew up in a truck stop, basically. So she, <laughs> uh, so that's what she's doing for a couple of days. Um, and, uh, her boy KK, he has, um, he's mainly just been like loudly complaining every time I feed him and like in his room yelling a lot. Like I physically picked him up and like carried him around and showed him that he wasn't, that, that she wasn't here. Because I try just, like, putting him in my room, like, with me. Uh, he can't stay overnight because he tries his best to get into Dash's cage. Um, ah, unlike, yeah. Unlike Hobbit, who hasn't, like, figured out how to do that, uh, uh, KK will. <laughs> he will. He knows how to open, like, food bags and closet doors. So he'll figure mm-hmm. out how to eat Dash. <laughs> so uh, he hasn't slept over, but I did, like, bring him in when I was working and he just sat by the door the whole time and, like, complained until I physically picked him up and was like, Mom's gone. Mom's not here. It's <laughs> me. You're stuck with me, bud. Also, Hobbit is biting at me, despite the fact that his brother is literally right there. Go bite him! Yeah. It... That's what he's there for. He's actually, like, really chill and, like, snoozing on my bed now. Like, now that he's done trying to find the uh, possible subway leftovers. Um yeah. Now Hobbit's all. I thought Hobbit was going to be calm because he was just laying down, but we'll see what KK does. He's loafing. But, you know, anyway. My dog growing up used to be able to open the zippers of our backpacks, take out our Kara? lunch bags. Yeah, and then open the zippers on our lunch bags and eat anything that was left. See, I met Hera with heart disease, uh, who had gone blind and a little deaf, so, I mean, she was still very capable. She'd gone uh, deaf when I met and her. maybe a little blind. Oh, Sorry, right. other way around. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, like, she was still very capable oh, yeah. when I met her. But, like, I can't, the agility, yeah. the, the delicacy that must have taken, I, gosh... Small dogs or something else. You used to, like, she was only, you know, like, a foot tall, but sometimes you had to, like, move the trash can away from the counter, because if she had, like, enough, like, motivation, she could jump onto it and then onto the counter. That's amazing. She was a force of nature. That is amazing. Yeah, Amira's just chilling. She's, my roommate's Uh. feeding her tonight, so I'm sure that'll be a special bonding time for them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, are you, have you read anything? I actually have. Ooh, Round of applause for me, please. I actually just read. Uh, we're not we're not reader shamers. If you haven't read a book in ten years or like one week, 
we love No, everyone. it's fine. I just said I was yeah. going to and haven't. So yeah. like yeah. feel I, like I I'm not here to shame anyone who doesn't read. I'm here to no. shame you, Maureen, yeah, specifically, because no, okay. I literally was like, we should do this, like, once in a while. And you're like, no, let's do it every episode, because I read that much. I was like, okay, I'll yeah. make sure that I have a new book every time. And then I got a job, and now I And then you moved, and yeah, so life happened, but that's okay. That's okay. I read uh, This One Summer by Jillian and Mariko Tamaki. I also have that book. Isn't it so good? This was so good. I The story was, like, so rich and, like, multifaceted, just, like, so beautiful. And I loved the art, especially, like, the line quality and, like, the environments. Mmm. Good expression. Loved it. I haven't read that since college. I should reread it. It's, it's very, yeah. Very good. Highly recommend. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? I read uh, Snow Glass Apples. Uh, by Neil Gaiman um, and illustrated by Colleen Doran. Um, it was basically a comic retelling of Snow White, where it's told from the stepmother's perspective, and basically Snow White's an evil vampire. <laughs> and like I, I'm, I kind of like, I liked it because it wasn't Disneyfied at all, which is kind of my issue with a lot of modern retellings of fairy tales. Mm-hmm. They tend to be Disneyfied. This was, uh, this is adults only uh mainly just because it got freaky scary it was only like it was only like 50 pages long but the illustrations are gorgeous um there is nudity and some sexual content so and it's like it is a graphic novel so if you are uh probably it's you know if if you're young don't you probably can't check it out (laughs) from your local (laughs) library and it it was it was like all the way like in like the like adult fantasy section of my library since the comic store is in a weird spot uh mm-hmm. but i it was um it was it was beautiful like some of the parts i was just like oh god like it actually horrified me so i liked it it was a it was a dark retelling i think done in a way um that was fun and interesting that's good not just like not just like ooh, we're, we're dark we're scary ooh, we're now. edgy like, this is look at this, this is edgy retell this is fairy tales but sexy like it's not it was it was like <laughs> this is a fairy tale it is sexy it is scary but like for real though bro like you actually will enjoy it um and it didn't and the ending was like ooh, chills so okay well when you did see say uh neil gaiman's name at first i heard neil diamond and was a little confused <laughs> I saw you do that, and I was like, oh, man, I probably said it wrong, because I, like, don't know how to pronounce people's names, and I was like, oh, jeez, I was like, he's a pretty famous author, too, <laughs> like, I've read Stardust and read other books by him, so, oh. uh, yeah, not Neil, not Neil, not uh, American singer-songwriter Neil Diamond, <laughs> <laughs> the writer. I want to see Neil Diamond's dark fairy tale retellings. I can't imagine which one he would pick to retell. Um, I feel like I don't I don't know enough about Neil Diamond to even suppose. Me neither. <laughs> so good job. We let ourselves down a good joke hole here, <laughs> right into the joke pit. Um, let's let's uh, let's escape quickly into the start of the episode because I'm Ember Hart, and I'm Tangleton, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> Thank you.
Do you remember where we left off? Do you remember where we're going? Yeah, so we were imprisoned, um, like for realsies. They're like, hey, hey, stone, stone fur? Stormfur. Stormfur. I know, it's so hard. Uh, hey, Stormfur, you are the chosen one and you are going to kill a mountain lion. And he's like, uh, no, I have to leave. And they're like, mm-mm, you're staying. Also, uh, Brooke was like, why don't you like me anymore? And he's like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, do you literally just told me go kill a mountain lion and then t- took my friends and put them in a cave full of sharp rocks and separated us when we literally told you guys multiple times that we are on a mission a time critical mission and we need to get home but you're like hang on quickly kill this mountain lion first and then i guess you can leave like are for realsies it just it feels a little bit like i'm being sacrificed here rather than uh a real like thing hobbit he's yelling hobbit's yelling because the he likes when the fan moves and it's off right now oh um and Amira's oh, yeah, just about cool. to come between me and my mic. So our cats are really, uh... Really the stars of the show. Yeah. Honestly. It's okay, it, I got it. I contained her. Um, and then we zoomed back to the forest where literally everyone except for River Clan is starving. Um, and it's so bad that Wind Clan... Uh, well, first... Uh, Shadow Clan ha- has eaten from the Carrion place again, which they already know what what that was bad last time. Yeah, that killed like so everybody so, last time. Like, yeah, the previous uh, Ill- the one illness survivor had like this. I didn't really like comment on it, but had a really dark moment with uh, uh, with the Th- Thunder Clan medicine cat, where he's like, she's like, you remember, you remember, Cinderpelt's like, you remember what like herbs, and he's like, and he's and he's like, yeah been stockpiling them because i literally know we're gonna die um oh, and yikes. and then wind clan was it wind clan or shadow clan that ate poison wind clan yeah and wind clan's having such a rough time that yeah the watership down is happening in wind clan territory have been poisoned and i looked into it i like tried i haven't asked my dad uh but mainly because my dad does uh he mainly does like um uh, like puts pipes he does pipes and sewage mm-hmm. so he's usually not the one clearing the land like he comes in like kind of midway through the process so yeah. i don't i didn't get a chance to ask him but like i tried researching like do we poison animals still um and i don't i haven't like found it seems to be probably something that varies uh, i tried to like see if that's like still a common practice because like i imagine in when watership down was relevant like things were kind of like laissez-faire do whatever you want guys we, we don't, don't care, care about who the environment who yet. dies yeah we don't we don't know and the fact and we actually do know but we hit it like you know uh so it was a little bit wild west when it comes to development around those times so it's possible that things have changed or at least maybe don't as crazy like construction is an environmental impact no matter what because you're affecting nature yeah. i just thought it was weird that they actively like killed the animals versus animals will leave if you cut down trees and like f- foliage animals will go they'll like get it they'll be like oh we're out and they'll die of course because their predators and prey is gone um yeah so anyway uh I, I, no conclusion on whether we still poison rabbits but yeah we we are being poisoned we're eating dead things that are going to get us killed 
and River Clan is uh kind of like oh god yeah they're like oh gosh guys that sounds like awful we're still eating all the fish but it's like that's I imagine if construction is gonna go keep going um soon the river's not gonna be great um because I highly I highly doubt that uh these um <laughs> animal poisoning tree destroying uh construction workers uh, won't actively poison the river with whatever runoff they're about to put in. I don't. I would. I would be amazed. Um, yeah. They're literally like the world's worst, uh, like company construction wise. They didn't have an environmental specialist that they referred to at all. Um, which I think even if they did, an environmental specialist wouldn't like think to care about like the local random cat colonies. They probably care more <laughs> about like the native species versus cats which are the world's greatest invasive species keeping cats indoors um anyway sorry okay so did you remember right where we were um yeah of course i did i'm sorry you're gonna hear my cat is going absolutely insane and tearing back Uh, and forth throughout the why why wouldn't she go insane guys it's the return of the woman the legend, the ghost that will not leave us alone no matter how many times we exercise her. Uh, it's Spotted Leaf, everyone's favorite medicine cat, even though um, the more recent medicine cat would have been Yellow Fang. And, like, spiritualized, you would think that she would, like, take over the role of, like, mentor of, like, the medicine cat. Like, the, you would think, like, if, like, let in, Spotted like, Leaf the, retire. Yeah, like, Spotted Leaf's like, okay, cool, um, my time has passed, like, there's another ghost medicine lady, uh, in front of me now, so she can handle it. Uh, but no, Yellow no. Fang's like, haha, bye guys, hate you all, I was technically a, <laughs> even though I was a ThunderClan cat, I was also a ShadowClan cat, so apparently the, the, uh, maybe that's why, like, StarClan's like, I'm confused about what you are, so you can't help ThunderClan that way. We have to well, let a full clan cat. But also, like, StarClan doesn't seem to care about that stuff, because they're one big clan then. Well, maybe Yellowfang does come back, and maybe you'll wish she didn't. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Are we really gonna just... just... Okay. Anyway, yep. for whatever reason, right. Spotted Leaf is back, um, and uh, here's me knocking on wood that she doesn't make it weird, because... Shh, spotted leaf hey spotted leaf come here Th- yes this is yeah that's firestar's daughter yeah uh that's firestar's daughter with a different woman uh firestar has lived an entire life between your death once again I- spotted leaf spotted leaf look at me in the eyes i want to remind you that that was a child in your lifetime and yeah sure you w- watched him grow up and like saw the great man he became but you also saw him fall in love uh, it'd be gross, but maybe you saw him mate with her and, like, also, like... <laughs> Christ. Well, I couldn't say ma- I couldn't say marriage, because I don't get, really get married. Um, and, when they moved like, their nests next to each other in the den, yeah, that's marriage. You saw them, you saw them, like, and then parent a literal, like, two, chi- two children. So, like, girl, he's just not that into you. And please... Please look at me. Look at you. No, stop looking at her. Look at me. That's his daughter. Please don't make this weird. I feel like I'm talking to a drunk girl 
at a bar who's determined to text her ex. But <laughs> listen, just give me the phone. Just give me the phone. But, like, not even his ex. Like, not even her ex. Her ex's daughter. Like, that's weird. Like, he blocked her. So now <laughs> she's, like, the one contact she has is, like, the random family member or cousin she friended on Facebook. And I'm like, just unfriend them. All anyway. right. You ready? Is this going to be... I hope this isn't restraining order behavior, because I swear to God. Are you spottedly? Leafclaw asks. She bows her also, head. How, how would... Did... Was Spotted Leaf alive when Cinderpelt was? This is Leafclaw. And... Cinderpelt no, was a baby, like a baby. Yeah. She was stolen so, when Spotted Leaf was so, killed. So literally, how does Leafpaw know who she is at okay, all? Okay, we'll get there. Well, she bows her head and says yes. She sees Firestar has told Leafpaw about her. And Leafpaw Firestar! Says, Leafpaw says yes. Firestar! He told her how much she helped him. He was like, yeah, she helped me. Did he? Did she? With what? I mean, I think she tried with some things in arc one. Like, she was there. I don't, like, she... Well, no, she, she was... Like, she would come and kind of tell him things, like, you know, yeah, the battle that gave, mustn't be fought. Right, right. She gave one prophecy, died, and, like, gave, gave some insight, like, in death. And, like, but then she was just kind of, like, a confusing element from then on. God, I, I truly, guys, I, like... I don't want, like, my hatred of her character to come off as misogynistic. I just want you to know I hate this. Like, I, I truly hate her everything her character does in a way. I, and I feel like sometimes I come off misogynistic when I am talking about her. But I want you to know that if it was a dude, it would be the same. <laughs> if it was any gender, it would be the same. Yeah, any, the errands have done her a dirty any they thems like pulling off this kind of stalkerish behavior in death? Stop it! <laughs> no one, no one's allowed to do this. Well, Spotted Leaf purrs and says, "She loved him as well as any cat, maybe more Did than she should have as a medicine cat." Okay, yeah. All right, here's my ding ding ling. That's the you're making it weird alarm. Okay, like, I'm wait. gonna ring it every time you make it weird, girl. You're already crossing the line. <laughs> If Star, if Star Clan had not chosen her to walk their path, maybe things would have been different. Ring a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling! Ring a ling a ling a ling! You want to replace her mom? That's her mom. Don't talk like that's, that, Spotted Leaf. That's, that's her so mom. That's so weird. That's so weird, girl. Yeah, that's a weird that's thing so to weird. say. That's are you telling me? Are say? you telling me you've been spending eternity? You've been spending eternity. Like, you've had eternity to, like, rehearse like what you've had a, like a couple of years at least to like figure out at least a year to like figure out what you're gonna say once you finally like appear to someone uh like who knows like firestar you know uh and and you got you're gonna lead you're gonna lead with man wish i banged him like that's to his if, kid if, if if god had disallowed me i would have banged your dad I would have banged him so hard. I, are you kidding me? If I was still I, alive and not oh. a medicine cat, I would have married your dad instead of your mom. That's the, that's, this is the worst ghost. This is the worst ghost to get. Because, uh, it's weirdly, it's weirdly inappropriate. 
and also it's a it, she has a crush on your dad like like it's like realizing that your mom likes your dad. It's even worse to realize some random dead priest lady liked your dad. <laughs> Especially when you realize that that... And maybe it doesn't like sink in with Lee Pa, which is totally fair. Because maybe she doesn't realize, because I doubt Firestar uh, like clarified, that he was a baby when she was alive. Like, girl, I'm standing as far away from my mic as possible because I'm literally yelling right now. I hate this. I know, this. you just keep going I, back. I literally was like, the entire arc, the entire arc of, like, Firestar's quest, I was, like, trying to, like, unlearn my hatred for her. And then she ruined it at the end of this, and now she's coming back, still clowning around with a still, st she still has her big old clown nose on going honk honk. Wish I could have slept with Firestar when, when I was alive, but there are many things. Uh, the fact he was a baby, I'm dead, and I'm a medicine cat. Honka honka, there's my clown nose, because now I'm going to do the same song and dance in front of his literal child with another woman. The woman that I have many times over said is a better choice for Firestar than me? Girl! He is just not into you. You're dead. Get the picture. You need to accept it. I don't, like, I need to shake her by her shoulders and be like, move on. You're literally dead. Oh, my God. I, I, oh, my God. I've not, I've never had someone in a toxic relationship like this that I've needed to, like, I, like no one in my life. No one in my life, not my sister with the guy she dated before, uh, Weston, her fiance, not with you, uh, who you were in a somewhat toxic relationship, like, but it wasn't like, eh, you, it got better at the end. And then when you broke out. up and like, not even me, not even Brenna, who was in a weird toxic friendship for three years, which almost <laughs> destroyed all of her other friendships until like, I realized until my sister literally, literally looked me in the eyes and said, Hey. That friend's kind of emotionally manipulating you. Like, not even, like, I, I would prefer to, like, go and yell at a fictional cat ghost lady rather than time travel and warn 19-year-old me not to befriend a certain person. Like, that is how much I hate this. So, oh my god, I'm sorry. I hate that this happens every time, but it... it I know, it, continue, and, it just it just gets worse every time. And I mean, I would say in the first arc, their relationship wasn't romantic. It's something that has like happened, like that the authors have put in after the fact, and I don't like it. Yeah, they literally were like, "Guys, wasn't that a great romance?" And literally, everyone looked around and was like, "What, what, what romance?" She was dead the whole time, and they talked like twelve times. That was his go what. Yeah. Go listen to our special and see how many times they talked before she died. That was a great special. <laughs> it was. Alright. Oh my god. Ready to, ready to keep going? We're uh, five bullet points in. I guess. I'm sorry, you're gonna get angry at my next bullet point, too. Deep breaths. Deep breaths in. Out. Okay. She never had kits of her own, but she can't say how happy she is that one of Firestar's daughters 
it's following the path of a medicine cat. And she knows Starkland has great things in store for Leafpaw. Girl! Yeah, you never had kits because you were a medicine cat. It's part of the outline. Well, Firestar's kits, they're like her kits, right? No. No, they're not. (laughs) Not even slightly. Well, Leafpaw asks if she can ask Spotted Leaf something. Can she see Spotted Leaf? Honest, I'm... I'm amazed that Leafpaw didn't acknowledge that at all. No. Leafpaw was like, wow, that was that was a lot. That was a lot you just unloaded on me. Like, yeah, my dad told me some stuff, but not how weird you were. Um, also, if you're spying on me, can you also tell me how my sister is? Because I imagine you're weirdly watching her, too. Uh, I'll send you this Moon Kitty video that she did on Spotted Leaf with... Yeah. I get a ghost wife? <laughs> oh my god. Le- Leafpaw's being, like, so chill about this. Mainly, I think, because I can't- Leafpaw's, like, not the type of cat who was like, oh, yeah, awkward. I'll lean into it. She's like, uh, I'm just not gonna acknowledge that. Let's just keep it moving. I What's have my sister, things- like, you know, the terrible I, yeah. danger she could be in? Yeah, I'm gonna focus on the cats that are alive. Maybe you should- maybe you should do less of that. <laughs> Well, Spotted Leaf says that she cannot see her, but she knows where she is. She is safe and on her way home to Leafpaw. Once again, one of the weirdest, like, elements is the fact that StarClan has a physical perimeter. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? It it kind of makes... It kind of makes sense, at least now that we've met the tribe of Running Water, that, like, there's only so much her, like, spirit force can take them because there are other groups of cats out there that yeah. seem to have a similar, like, death thing. So, like, I imagine, I don't, it's weird that the spirit realm at all has sort of a limitation on space. Uh, but I guess it kind of makes sense for situations like Sky Clan, where it took, like, a lot for that to come back to the, the, the clans at the trees. Yeah. So... It, 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 like, it makes, it's, it's a weird, um, like, element, but from what I've seen so far, it's pretty consistent, which I like. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer that they keep it, like, even though it's weird and it's not fully explained, I like that it's consistent. Yeah, we'll talk a lot more about Star Clan in the next couple arcs. Okay. Gonna... And also, Squirrel Paul's on her way back? Okay, good, she's not dead. They didn't decide to, uh, Vlad the Impaler, the group, on those <laughs> well... sharp stones. Well, I mean, they were in the, you know, when they were in the mountains, they are on their way back, you know, after they hit. Oh, man. So. I I really hope that that's what, I hope it means not that. I hope it means, like, oh, they got away. At least let the, I, like, I know it sucks if Stormfur gets stuck back with the clan that wants to sacrifice him to a mountain lion. But we also do need to get this information. We do need to Paul Revere this, folks. So, um, like, I know it's like, no one ever wants to split the party. Like, don't ever do that if you can avoid it. But, you know, sometimes it has its uses. Well, Leafpaw asks why she can't see her if she knows where she is. And Spotted Leaf tells her that Squirrel Paw is in the paws of different warrior ancestors now. And Leaf Paw's like, what? 
whose warrior ancestors. <laughs> there can't be more than one star clan. Well, there's like there is there is and there isn't. Like there's just us. Like there is wow, weirdly we you we're going to we're like not really a monotheistic society, but we are like a mono spiritual we're kind of monotheistic if you view all of star clan as like one force uh but we are a polytheistic world like there are more groups of us well spotted leaf just laughs softly and tells leafpaw that the world is wide dear young one there are other cats guided by other spirits and there is always more to learn leafpaw's head is spinning <laughs> she's like having a little bit of a freak out spotted yeah good all right i i prefer spotted leaf is like blowing her mind with weird existential dread versus her weirdly hitting on her dad via the daughter like this is preferable he if spotted leaf was just like the weird kind of like vaguely saying like saying weird stuff that she likes to do kind of like how she was when she was alive like yeah. love that for her love that don't don't like just anytime she isn't talking about firestar love her well spotted leaf reminds her that star clan does not control the wind or the what wait let me try that again spotted leaf reminds her that star clan does not control the wind or the rain and they do not command the sun to rise or the moon to wax and wane is there a big cat that does? Is there is there a group of cats, dead cats who do? Because that's that kind of makes it sound like that would be so hilarious if we figure out that Star Clan is just is just kind of it, 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 Star Clan's just in charge of like this uh like forty yard square of <laughs> like English countryside, and there is a group of dead cats that control the moon. Yeah, wildcats like uh, saber tooth tigers or something. I would, thing. I would think, I would think like cat, like Himalayan like cats, like any wildcats that are up high on a mountain. Oh know? yeah, maybe they're in like, charge of the moon and the sun and the cats, yeah. the river once, once, fishing once, cats. Once, the ones that are like, I don't know, uh, oh, uh, like I don't know what cat like animals live closest to the polars. But whichever, like, anyone who's, because, like, I know there's not really, not that I can think of off the top of my head, I don't know of, like, a cat that lives up in, like, the polar reaches. Um, maybe sure. a, a Maybe a snow leopard. I um, think they're in mountains. Yeah, so that's why, uh, but, like, whoever's closest to the, like, furthest away from the heavenly sphere and is a cat, uh, maybe, <laughs> like, like the Antarctica station, there's a pet cat, and just him, just him and his two ancestors are in charge of the moon. In charge of the moon. Yeah, because I mean, there's not like other cats they have to deal with, so they give it to the cat with the least amount oh of other cats. God. Oh, do not fear, little one. Spotted Leaf says, "From now on, wherever you walk, I will walk with you." Oh, you don't have you. Yikes. Honestly, honestly, I'm I'm almost a grown up. <laughs> I don't need a I don't need a sh I don't need a chauffeur. I don't need a babysitter. Um, I, I've already I proven I'm a little smarter than my dad yeah, when it comes I to prophecies because I'm a I medicine cat. I specifically don't need you because um, uh, like yeah, my dad told me about you. Uh, he did omit a bit. It seems, uh, because he did not warn me 
for how weird this was going to be and how weird you were going to be. So actually, um, can I, uh, could you, when actually, when you go home, you know, to heaven, could you send instead Yellow Fang? Because I've also heard a lot about her. And actually, from, and I don't think she'll weirdly hit on my dad when well, I yeah, that is that is fair. That's true. Not going to weirdly hit him. How about White Storm? White Storm can come down. He's wise and we love him. Well, I'm just thinking, like, if it has to be, a, if oh, I had yeah, to pick a medicine, to be a medicine cat. cat. Like, like, it makes sense that she would be conferring with a dead medicine cat. And mm-hmm. it would make more sense, like, if it was uh, Yellow ti- Timeline, <laughs> if it would be Yellow Fang. Or like, how yellow- about, let's go a step back and invite Feather Whisker back. Hey, Feather Whisker, you're a little removed from this situation. Offer some impartial wisdom. Or, or literally Goose Feather. Because, Ooh. like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it would be so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would be so funny. He's like, I'm I'm here to look at the grass leaves. And she's like, okay, great. Uh, is my sister alive? Mm, let's go find a dead rodent. They're all dead. Oh! <laughs> if bringing Goose Feather back <laughs> to modern times right now would be catastrophic. <laughs> well, in Blue Star's Prophecy, it mentioned that, like, he seemed like clearer. I think. I think. Yeah. Um, he mental illness more... runs in Blue Star's family. Yeah. No. I imagine he would show up and like be more of his calm, like younger self. But as soon as like he saw all the stuff going down, one eighty, a hundred percent, back to like his full, like top, like oh, the like he's grabbing two snakes and they're talking to him. Like Goose he's Feather speaking in tongues. We'll read his soup. We'll read his novella sometime. Just yeah, rub I, that portion I am. Head. I am saying this purely out of love. I'm saying yes. Let's no. actually let's love. not bring him. Let's not bring him back. Let's bring back the whisker because he let's wouldn't have. Him. He Sweet wouldn't boy. cry. Yeah. All right. <sighs> so her voice fades and melts into the darkness. Then Leaf Paws blinking awake. The other medicine cats are stirring around her. Leaf Paws dazed and wondered if it could be true. Are the journeying cats in the paws of another clan? Are there powers other than Star Clan? And does that mean Star Clan won't be able to save the forest after all? She She's... really didn't get any guidance. She just got more fear. Yeah. <laughs> well, she staggers to her paws, and she can still catch a trace of Spotted Leaf's sweet scent. She's still smelling sweet. Yeah, good, great. <laughs> do you want to hit us with a cat fact? Yes, I do. Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome back to the cat fact library. Um, your voices down. I'm I'm not gonna whisper as much this time because it did kind of hurt my throat. Um, but do, <laughs> if we're gonna, if if you wouldn't mind just stepping in my office. All right, cool. We're in my office in the cat fact library now. Um, I can speak in a normal tone of voice. Um, hi, well, welcome back, guys. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about a very special cat. And uh, Acorn uh, on Twitter did correctly guess uh, and also recommend that we cover today's subject, uh, the famous library cat, Do We Read More Books? Which, let's let's pause to appreciate the name. I'd like it's to legally great... change my last name to Read More Books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, actually. And so uh, Acorn actually specifically recommended that we read the book, which... 
my library had. <gasps> um, I literally just got this today because I had to wait for it to come from a different library. So I haven't had a chance to actually read the book based on But Dewey's wow, life. what timing. I know. Um, I haven't had a chance to read it, uh, but I am going to read it probably before the next episode because it's only about 300 pages. And uh, I will... Today I will just be basically summarizing his story, but if I uh, once I do read it, I will let folks know uh, how it was and if I like read any fun facts in it. Um, a lot of the sources I found were based on like this book, so I, yeah. I, I don't think there'll be too many surprises uh, when I read it. But you know, uh, so we're gonna travel back in time, and we're gonna go to Spencer, Iowa, um, and uh, we're gonna go to their public library actually, uh, to meet Dewey. Um, and Dewey's life uh, started out not really great. Uh, one cold January morning, morning uh, Vicki Myron, a librarian, opened up the Dropbox to get all the books that had been returned. And instead of a book, uh, she found a kitten. An eight-week-old kitten had been put in the library Dropbox. Um, oh. This cat unfortunately was freezing because it was a metal drop box uh actually had frostbite um but thankfully myron she was able to nurse him back to health and she named him dewey um which was uh after the the person melville dewey the creator of the dewey decimal system i am going to assume like many of us she did not know uh or was unaware of the fact that uh Melville Dewey was a notorious racist, anti-Semite, and uh, also a sexual harasser. Yeah, kind of um, the worst. He was kind of the worst, but uh, they did try to, like, kind of dampen that down. It, it, it's only, like, in recent times that this has come out, because literally even the American Library Association didn't rename their top honor medal, like, previously named, like, after Dewey, until 2019. So, yeah. uh... Like, the Dewey Decimal System and the guy who created it was, it's kind of terrible, but a lot of people are not aware of it. Uh, all of the warnings for the things I listed, if you do look into his story at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I imagine it was the 1980s, but she probably only knew him as the creator of the, like, thing. Even if she had, like, a library degree, I don't think, like, they require you to learn about how terrible of a guy he was. Um, and honestly, if they, they probably, if they talk about them all, they probably don't even, cause they always breeze over that stuff. Um, so Dewey quickly like gained attention, uh, for, cause the story was reported, uh, like only a week after he was discovered in a local newspaper and, uh, the library decided to hold a contest to like, see if we wanted to give him like a fun name and like, you know, get people oh. to the library to vote on what name they want to give the cat. And they oh. ended up stick. They ended up sticking with Dewey. Everyone liked that name a lot, so they ended up just sticking with that. Um, like that won the vote. Um, and the library decided to add the Read More books as an additional uh, an addition. The Read More is actually after a, a cartoon character, <laughs> so um, his his life in library was secure. They decided they would keep him in the library. Um, he did escape once uh, for about a week when a janitor left a door open and being a cat dude was like i'm out uh but he was recovered and uh he was like fully accepted into the library um they 
celebrate his birthday um, every year on November 18th. They didn't know how old oh. he, they, they thought he was about eight weeks when he was found, so they gave him the birthday of November 18th. And he was even given a job as staff supervisor at the library. That was his official title. Um, but throughout his life, uh, because of Myron's efforts, uh, his star continued to rise. And almost everything she did was to kind of uh, help the library, like kind of bring support to that. She yeah. chose one day to um, enter him in a charity pet photograph contest. Uh-huh. Um, and he won that in 1990 which led to his story being featured on in newspapers and TV programs um, locally and in the state. And then eventually he hit national fame when he was featured in Country Magazine. Um, the, the, and his story was featured in there. And weirdly, after this featurette, and let me give you guys a little bit of a side. After this featurette, 11 people came forward to claim that they put Dewey in the Dropbox to keep him warm. And... I doubt this because, all right, so worst case scenario, if this was true, um, let's say this person put this cat in a drop box because they didn't have a home. They couldn't care for it. Like, let, let's just say a person without a home found this cat had no way to like sustainably care for it. I feel a logical person in that situation would understand that keeping a kitten sleeping on your body next to you is warmer and safer than putting them in a metal box where people drop heavy books. Yeah, why would you ever want to admit to this? Hey, you yeah, eight people, like, why would you admit to this? Like, uh, like literally, like, and even if, and even if, like, say that person, like, like wasn't thinking logically, like maybe they were like inebriated or like, oh my god, I wasn't thinking about like what could happen. Why would you wait two years after it was locally covered in your local news? Until after he had reached national fame. I think all of these people are full of crap. Like, yeah, yeah, I, they I, don't, I, yeah, because I I, uh, one, uh, why would you ever admit to that? Because yeah, uh, no. you did something I think actually was pretty intentionally cruel, like not unintentionally. I think it was intentionally pretty cruel. Um, yeah, like you I, said, I, people I, drop heavy books in there. What if somebody yeah. dropped like a copy of it in there? An uh, honest, kitten doesn't stand a chance. Honestly, I, I, I personally think it, maybe it was done by someone who was too, like, young to know, like, it was a bad idea to, like, fully maybe, think yeah. about the results. I, I think my my thought process is this is done by someone, I don't, maybe it wasn't fully maliciously. I think it was done by someone who maybe didn't think about the possible consequences of this animal yeah. getting hurt, and they knew they couldn't provide for it. So, I... I I'm glad that he was discovered, and I think in the yes. end, whoever did deposit him was trying to do their best. Did they think it through entirely? Not at no. all. But, you know, uh, I also think whoever actually did it would never, ever, ever want to come forward. No, never. <laughs> because, cause, like, they literally would, I think if, if I, they, like, they probably realized, especially after hearing that he got frostbite, that they didn't do the perfectly right thing. Yeah. Um, they yeah. did possibly the best thing they could do, but probably not the safest thing. Um. Anyway, that was my aside. I just wanted to examine that because I think those 11 people were just after money. Like, what are they going to do? Fight for him after he already has an owner? Um, yeah, I guess just news coverage. You want the coverage. Some people like that. I don't know. Um, 
he, his fame continued to grow. Um, he was featured in a few documentaries, including one in Japan. It was uh, it was actually based in Japan, and he actually got a devoted fan base, like a small fan base in Japan that like followed his story. Oh. Um, and uh, the library uh, actually sold postcards of him with his face on it that uh, were entirely for the benefit of the library. It ended up raising $4,000 for the library. Like, literally oh, everything nice. that Myron did um, was to bring attention and bring support to the library, which it did. That's good. Um, and sadly, uh, throughout his life, uh, Dewey did have health conditions um, that complicated his life. He had megacolon arthritis uh and hyperthyroidism was the other one um Uh. and despite these conditions uh which could have very much shortened his life because uh, he was known to be a picky eater and wouldn't eat the wouldn't eat the food that would literally help him with these conditions yeah um he ended up living until 2006 so he was 19 years old when he eventually passed away so he was in his 90s as a cat um, it, it, he got cancer of the stomach, uh, and had a pretty painful tumor, which at his age, they chose to put him down rather than, mm-hmm. it, it made sense after the conditions he still, and with his age. That's the kindest thing we can do. Yes. And they, they did note that it was painful. So it was probably the best way to yeah. make sure he was comfortable in the end of his life. So, uh, so he was cremated and he was buried outside the library pro- uh, property in a public uh, memorial so folks came and got to say goodbye to him um, and the library decided to wait like the library council decided to wait two years before making a decision to adopt another cat they had offers of other people being like oh like take this cat take this cat but they're like actually we're gonna wait two years and mm-hmm. like decide if we want to continue to have a library cat and eventually in 2009 um, the council agreed that they wouldn't have another library cat. They they cited concerns uh, with uh, allergens being the yeah, main one. That makes which sense. It does make sense, um, especially for a public library, one that isn't uh, privately owned, that they would uh, need to cater towards state regulations. So, um, and it, it was something the council unanimously decided. So it, it it's a shame that they don't have a library cat now, but they it makes sense. you know. Uh, Dewey's uh, life continued on uh, even afterwards. His legacy lived on because Myron, his owner, uh, after he passed away, she uh, has written up to, I believe, five different books about him. The first one, Dewey, which is a nonfiction biography of his life. She made a sequel to this one later in um, uh, 2010, I think. And there's also uh, a couple children's books, like some picture books, and also like a middle grade level book about his life. Um, so people of all ages, um, most libraries have them. Like I was surprised my library just like had this on hand, but they, it's a very popular story. Um, and it's so popular, in fact, that in 2008, they actually had a movie pitch accepted. Um, and Meryl Streep was going to star in it. As Dewey? Yeah. <laughs> I th- I don't I don't know, because uh, unfortunately, uh, the script went through a lot of revisions 
and eventually the the final draft of the script was never reached and it was rejected um and Mm -hmm. the like i believe the film contract expired in 2012 so Mm. it it ended up on the cutting room floor um it just ended up in development hell like some movies do so yeah i i imagine the warrior cat movie we're never gonna get I, I imagine that Meryl Streep was going to play uh, Vicky Myron. Um, Probably. Yeah, she's a blonde lady who I think could be very well played by, by Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep. She's I she's a bit older than I think Meryl was in, like, 2008. But, like, That's Meryl, there, Meryl doesn't let that limit her. So, no. yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, this is her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Dewey, he is a, a ginger ginger cat um a ginger, ginger boy like our ginger boy like our favorite yeah. ginger boy yeah he's a ginger tabby he's kind of like a little creamsicle um i yeah. will have a photo of him up on our twitter um he's very handsome i don't doubt that he won the photograph award so, so oh, handsome i'm sorry i forgot one last fact before we okay. end it um his death was so impactful it was actually his obituary was posted in uh 270 newspapers uh both oh nationally goodness. and internationally. And remember how I mentioned that he had like a small cult following in Japan? Um, mm-hmm. His death was announced on TV over there. I, I imagine like oh. I the way that they had it written out, it made it sound like they interrupt this program to let everyone know that Dewey pa- <laughs> But I imagine it was probably like a small like news like mention, like uh, everyone's like favorite famous cat. Like, but the way that I like tried to find context of like what they meant by like it was announced on TV. Cause like it made me think like we need to tell everyone now Dewey has passed. But I, I, I think it was probably like a small mention at like, it, um, like a fluff piece on the news mm-hmm. be like oh this cat who was in this famous documentary unfortunately has passed away so uh sorry i remembered that was in my notes and i needed to mention it because it's dewey was very beloved he brought a lot of support to his library and um i'm gonna read this book and see how it is yeah tell us next week i will all right ready Feathertail gazes back helplessly at the tunnel as the cave guards thrust them out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A third POV? <gasps> A third POV! And we're in Feathertail? Great, now we can examine her weird crush on Crowpaw of all people. <laughs> well, we have more pressing things right now yeah no right now she needs to focus on the fact that uh her brother was kidnapped and they're gonna make him fight what was that a mountain lion claws tear at her heart with every step she takes away from her brother and she wonders what stone teller meant about Stormfur being the chosen cat and this is where i wrote in my notes holy crap this stone teller stone fur storm fur thing is driving me crazy <laughs> It really, it's really oh, kind of the worst. It's the worst. Hey, hey, Aaron, just, I wish you would have thought of me when you Specifically. made this Specifically. Like, they could have, like, put the stone, like, in a different position, maybe, in the name. Yeah. I like, mean, Teller, think of Teller. me when you made this a couple decades ago. His name could have been Teller of the Stones, you know? Well, his name, no- yeah. So his his short name could have been Teller. 
which is weird. But all of the other names have been kind of odd when they shorten them. Yeah. Stone, I mean, Stone Teller is super cool. Yeah, but... no, that is, it is a very good name, but also help. All right, so Stormfur shows some cat. Well, Feathertail thinks he is strong and brave and more skilled in fighting than any other cat on this journey. But with what the tribe had told me, <laughs> my brother's the best. So I love sweet. my brother. But with oh, what? What? Why do they want him? Well, he is the best. He is the strongest. Um, dare I say, I'm only prettiest by like a a couple increments. Um, <laughs> but with what the tribe told them about Sharptooth, what could even the bravest warrior do? Cry eat some poison and then let stone tell let the, the stone sharp tooth eat him uh, you know that'd actually be a pretty good uh strategy but like with something else and not a live cat yeah well Brenna, you figured it out maybe you were supposed to be the chosen cat yeah but we don't like where are we gonna get like arsenic well, they any... use death berries. There's probably death berries or some sort of poisonous plant on the... I, I guess. But... Yikes. Please, she begs the cave guard, scree beneath winter sky. She tells him that they can't keep Stormfur here. He belongs with them. Mm -hmm. There is no sympathy in his eyes when he tells her no. Stormfur Jeez. was sent here by the tribe of Endless Hunting. Who they was doing this? A silver cat would come. Huh? Who said that? Kara? Scree? Oh, I who is Scree? A cave guard. Scree beneath oh. winter sky. I I don't remember that name at all. No, I nice think this is the first time we're hearing this name. Oh, nice to meet you, Scree. You have a really cool and kind of scary name. <laughs> but Crowpaw pulls her off and growls in her ear and tells her not to argue with them. There is no point. Oh, God. I just, like, felt his greasy arm, Dorito-covered <laughs> arm, like, grab at my shirt. And I'm like, God, get off me, Crowpaw. This is not, this is not the situation where you stop me. Like, Crowpaw, go back to your weird little depressive corner and, like, stop. That's her brother, dude. Also, don't grab me. Like, just whisper, you freak. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't grab her. He, he just whispers in her ear. Okay. Sorry. In, her in ear. my in my in my brain, all I could imagine was him like Crowpaw grabbing... grabbed your arm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Anyway, shut up, Crowpaw. You're right, but also shut up. Crowpaw says if they have to fight to get Stormfur out, then they'll do it. Feathertail says there are too many of them. Crowpaw says he can't see why the tribe is so scared of Sharptooth. They haven't seen a whisker of him since they arrived. Scree tells them to be thankful for that. Okay, can you, do they, does the, does this, does the, the separated group, like, know it's a big cat? Or did that fact drop on us, like, after they were removed from the no, area? No, they, no, they were there when they, when he said it was, like, a lion. Okay. They just, like, none of them, like, really have, they don't really kind of, they, they, they know lions as, like, mythical beasts. They haven't, like, figured out that, like, they're about the size of a horse. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest animal I can think is similar. I know they're not, I know lions are not the size of a horse, but, like, that's the only similar animal they know. <laughs> what about a sheep or a cow? Yeah, Probably probably. somewhere in between. 
Probably, probably somewhere yeah. between a sheep and a cow. But I feel like if you told them in between a cow and a sheep, they'd be like, "What?" That'd be Excuse more confusing. Me? Well, Crowpaw's just like, "Well, we haven't seen him." Just because you can't see him, Crowbot, doesn't mean he's not there. Yeah, actually, you know what? They probably have pretty big, like, uh, herding dogs. So oh, yeah, probably. Oh, 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 a cat the size of a dog, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's upsetting. Crowpaw bears his teeth, but doesn't spring at the guard. And he turns and touches his nose to Feathertail's muzzle. And Feathertail knows that he'd fight the whole of Star Clan for her. But even he saw that fighting could do no good now. <laughs> the cave guards heard them towards the <coughs> hollows they had been sleeping in. Oh my god, I just realized what they are. They're like the weird goth couple. <laughs> like, he's like a, ugh, I hate everyone. And she's just kind of like, like, kind of like, like, she's just gothic for this, for the style. She likes the style of the music, but, like, she's, like, kind of, like, the more waif she's, No, she's the, she's the cute, um, social gal who, you know, yeah. sees through his dark exterior to the heart of gold yeah. beneath. Oh, my God, they're, they're Veronica. This is a CW show, and... They're Veronica and JD from Heathers. Oh, my God, they are. Oh, my God, girl, go, run away! <laughs> Brambleclaw asks what's going on. Aren't they going to throw them out? Into the <laughs> night? Scree asked, offended. They're not cruel. <laughs> oh, you could have, you could have, all right, you could have fooled me. You kidnapped our friend. You said our friend's going to fight a lion. So I'm sorry thinking, we, like, I'm sorry we didn't understand that you weren't going to about just, like, kill us. Like, your guys is, your guys is, you've been very hot and cold. Like, you were you were really cool with us about mm, ten minutes ago, <laughs> but the then clan you got... cats are thinking like, "Oh, we would be that cruel." Oh man, yeah, the clan cats are like, "This is like we don't we've never like been in a place that took the Geneva Convention so seriously. We're so <laughs> used to war crimes all the time. Like we 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 are an execution first. Like we we don't even we don't we don't tr we don't have fair trials at all." Like, it's weird being in a place where people think first, kill later. Like, yikes. Well, Scree says it's cold and dangerous out there. They can rest and eat here, and then they can leave in the morning. Okay, again, again, though, I am a bit confused because on one hand, you're like, yes, uh, this chosen one guy can definitely fight a lion, and that's not dangerous at all. But well, the, the prophecy said he's gonna get rid of the lion so yeah yeah i know but like logically for some re for for you guys you're saying there is a scale of fighting lion not too bad going out when it's cold and your toesies could get frozen mm, dangerous like i understand like he's the chosen one but also like I brought up last time, guy. Where, where's, like, the sacred, holy, like, secret weapon? Like, where's the sword and the stone? Where's, like, where's our invisibility cloak? Where, uh, where's the one ring to rule them all? Like, you need to give us a magical weapon if you want us to defeat the undefeatable evil! So they're gonna leave in the morning with Stormfur, Tawny Pelt challenged, and Scree shakes his head. No, he's sorry. 
Scree and another guard stay behind to watch them. Some two bees dropped off some fresh kill for them. One of them asks, isn't it great? No more sharp tooth. But the other reminds him not to talk to them. So they scurry away after leaving the prey. They're already oh. acting like it's a done deal. They have more faith in their prophecies than any prophecy I've ever seen in like in, <laughs> in all clan life. But the tribe, yeah, the tribe, their spiritual leader is their only leader. That's their leader leader, too. And in the, in the clans, like, their spiritual leader can be like, hey, guys, uh, Star Clan says, uh, we can't do do that. that. Like, don't do that. And they're like, hmm, interesting. And they can either be like, "Uh, yeah, we see the, like, we see all the (laughs) praise gone. So the Star Clan's got this one right. Versus sometimes... The leader can be like, mm, don't agree. I'm actually declaring war on them. <laughs> I'm declaring war on my mom and my grandma. And like, it's funny because, everyone. like, even when she did that, like, people were, like, shocked. But they weren't like, no, you can't do that. Like, they were like, oh, oh, like, that's, okay, oh, yeah, right. Like, no one's ever done that. But I mean, my also, mom's up there, but okay. Like, <laughs> like, they weren't like, no, you super can't do that. Like, they weren't going to stop her. Well, Crowpaw says he's not eating that. He doesn't want anything from the tribe. Okay, oh, Crowpaw. great star clan, Tawny Pelt says with a sigh. Not <laughs> gonna help, you stupid furball. Okay, so if they're the weird, he's the weird, like, loner dude who has, like, the one girl who understands him. Tawny Pelt is the girl, she is the head of every sport, she is the captain of every sport she tried out for, including the boys wrestling and football team. Because even though they're like, oh, wait, you're a girl, you can't. She turned around and was like, I can't, what? And they're like, never mind, you're actually captain now. You can't, <laughs> and she flipped them over. Yeah, she's also, like, like not valedictorian, but the one after it. Because uh, I would say, uh, not Brambleclaw. Like, Brambleclaw's, Brambleclaw's a theater kid. Like, Really? You don't think you don't think he's a jock? You don't think he's a no, he football is, star, Brambleclaw? He, no, he is a jock. Okay, he, he's multifaceted. Yeah, he does like lacrosse, but like he takes he takes uh, he does winter sports, and he's in the spring. He's musical. a regular Troy Bolton. Yeah, but it's like no one like thinks it's weird because like he kind of yeah. does have that sensitive side, and also he yeah. puts his he puts his whole heart in it. Um, Squirrel Paw is the class clown. Yes, um, definitely. But she's also the captain of the speech and debate club. Um, yes. And also, she takes, uh, she takes 4-H so seriously. Um, like, it's insane. Um, and I would say, I would say that, uh, Stormfur is actually kind of a jock. He's a jock. Yeah, Stormfur is more the jock. But he's also, like, he's in wrestling, but he's also in gymnastics. And also- I don't know, I mean- yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I could I see think... him being, I could see him being, like, head cheerleader. No, captain of the swimming team, of course. Captain of the swimming team? Okay, because we're talking about Brambleclaw as a soft jock. But yeah. Stormfur is much softer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the swim, he's in the swim team, and he's also the, in cheerleading. He's the boy, uh. I don't know, maybe he's on the swim team, and he's the theater kid, and Brambleclaw really wants to th- be a theater kid, but his dad won't let him. N- are you kidding me? 
Firestar would never stop his Tiger Star. Shirt. Tiger Star. Is oh, bad. yeah. Tiger Star's a never. homophobe. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, we have to stop writing a high school AU. <laughs> we keep doing that. We keep doing that. <laughs> Okay, so Kuropa's going to need twice his strength to save the forest and save Stormfur now. They have two things, so if you eat twice as much, you skinny rat. <laughs> um, Kuropa mutters, but grabs a falcon. Well, Squirrelpaw asks, they aren't putting up with this, are they? What are they going to do? Rambleclaw says there isn't much they can do. There are too many cave guards for them to fight. You're not going to leave him. Squirrelpaw's eyes are wide. And Brambleclaw pauses, and Feathertail sees the agony of indecision on his face. And she'd come to respect him as the unelected leader of their group. And if he can't see what to do, what hope is there for Stormfur? Tawny Pelt growls that they never should have come to the mountains. It's a hundred times worse than Two Leg Place. She almost died in Two Lake Place, so, like, <laughs> that was bad. She, she also almost died in the mountains. That's, she's, like, not had a good time at any point of the trip. No. So, But it is pretty bad that she's actively missing when she was maimed. Midnight mentioned the tribe. She must have known about Sharptooth. Why would she have sent them here? Crowpaw says it must have been a trick all along. He knew they shouldn't have trusted her. Yeah, this is all that Badger's fault. But also, you guys actively listen to her. Well, Brambleclaw says Star Clan sent them to her. If they can't trust her, nothing makes sense. Yeah, but Star Clan didn't give us a heads up about a whole other clan of cats and a giant. Like they, like Star Clan knows about lions too, and they they didn't feel the need to give us like a, a heads up about this at all pretty wild of them and yeah sure they could say oh well we couldn't see it yeah you saw a random badger at the edge of the world but you didn't see a lion in between it (laughs) star clan you're yeah okay feathertail is about to agree then she remembers what purdy had said before they left and she said Purdy tried to tell them not to go through the mountains, and Midnight wouldn't let him speak. Oh my god! Crowpaw is right. They both knew. Also, oh my god, KK just flung himself at Hobbit, but missed <laughs> and hit the edge of my bed. He hit a pillow. He hit a pillow. Um, that was hilarious. Uh, also... Uh, my theory that Purdy was secretly evil is being replaced with Midnight is secretly evil. Well, Brambleclaw reminds her that Midnight said they would need courage and that their path was laid out for them. Even if she knew, they must be able to overcome it. Okay, and yeah, she said- that they are on the right path. She said we need courage, not superhuman, like super cat strength to kill a literal mountain lion. <laughs> not uh, lion. She said we need courage. I thought it meant like rock climbing courage, not m- lion killing courage. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've had like a lot of like warnings and like prophecies, but I would love, I would love in future, here's some feedback. If there's a literal lion, you need, legally you need to tell me. Legally, you need to tell me. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think that's where we'll stop for today. So, uh, Brambleclaw thinks we're on the right path. Uh, we're gonna argue some more next week, obviously. They've, they've really- there was a lot of circular logic there. Because even Brambleclaw yeah. started out that conversation being like, we're doomed. Hang on, guys. <laughs> Hang on. Let me talk- let me talk my way out of this for some reason. Oh, oh my gosh. She's trying. <laughs> Watching this from, Fe- like, watching this from Feathertail's point of view is like, oh, we're doomed. <laughs> um, oh. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, yes, if you want to keep in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. On both of those, our handle is WCWITCast. Or if you want to contact us directly, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to help out the podcast, the best way you can do that is share an episode with a friend. Um, if you think they might enjoy the series or you have a favorite episode you want to recommend, maybe it's this episode. Um, or you just be like, hey, s- start from the beginning and hold on. It gets better. Um, maybe not this episode because we do shout a lot about Spotted Leaf in this yeah. episode. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the episode before that. Maybe Bring tell back them- to the bonus. Maybe tell them to, like, just start with this one so they know how much we do. Like, I guess it is kind of cumulative. Because at this point, it's, like, old news. But also, it yeah. keeps happening. Um just keeps happening. Keeps happening. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe uh, on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. And we appreciate every single one of you. And thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangletone. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Yeah.